Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast 513, episode 513. I mean, I think people understood what, the, what you what meant I was when trying you to said say. 513. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. A um, lot of news stuff that we discussed today. Yeah, it's it's weird for me to qualify it as news. Just discussions of some things. Things, stories that have come out on the internet. Yes. <laughs> Come join us for a round table of reading of some, some things around the net. Some neticals. Yes. Um, but no, we got into some Marvel news, some Harry Potter news, some wrestling news, news. some mustache news, news, other stuff that news. we could say is news. News. So with that. Grab a cold one to find out what we talked about News. and enjoy <laughs> Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 513. Is that a booger or snot? I get it. I know. I told you it was going to be dumb. <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to write that down. It did. It did. I kind of wish you would have misspelled booger now. <laughs> So, Linz, I just have to tell you how amazing spring break is when you are a teacher. Yeah? Is it, like, amazing, like, when you're a student? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is, once you get into the real world, you you take trips when you, you know, you can or when you have the vacation time. But, like, when you just have this set up as a week off, so amazing. You still get paid for it? Yeah, normal teachers, yes. yes. I You're a fill-in. Yeah, fill-in. Yeah. I don't. Bummer. But I will say with with all the work I've been doing lately that it's much needed. These kids are amazing, but sometimes a headache. Yeah. And it's, it's extremely funny now being an adult, seeing how much the teachers celebrate this day than when we were younger – you know, they're just teachers. All of us kids are talking about what we're doing, so we don't even notice the elation on the teachers' faces. Of See, that's I think that's the difference between going to a big school like you did and going to a small school like I did. We all know knew how happy our teachers oh. were to have a break from <laughs> us because they let us know. <laughs> and half of them were parents of kids in our school anyway. So, But, yeah, it's been a great week so far, and I have been catching up on comics, but I did not read anything new this week, so. There wasn't, honestly, like, I actually sat down and was like, I'm going to read comics for the podcast. I've been trying to at least be good on that, and I actually went through, like, the entire listing of the comic books that came out between when we last recorded and now, and listen, there wasn't anything I wanted to read. (laughs) It happens sometimes. Um, I did... I read the next issue of Local Man, which was the the comic about the guy who gets kicked out of the superhero group and goes back to his hometown. And it, you know, it was it was good. It, it built built on the story that they had started in the first issue. Um, you kind of got some backstory about how he joined the superhero group to begin with, and things like that. So, still pretty interesting. Um, I'll keep reading it until I'm not interested anymore. Um, or it finishes. <laughs> so not not much to report on my end either, unfortunately. 
All right. Well, we'll get into some news, which uh, there is quite a bit of stuff out there. Uh, C2E2 just happened. There's been a couple. There's been some other conventions. C2E2, though, used to always be one of the first ones of the year. It's now kind of. Yeah, I think I, it's I, still one of the first big ones. Well, it's of the one year. of the first big ones, but I, I want to say Emerald City already happened or like one or two other. Oh, I don't think of it. Emerald City as like being like big in terms of people drop news there. Oh, true. I'm just saying, though, it's a more bigger named one. Sure. That people would well, know of. It's got an awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into a lot of that. I do want to quick bring up, though, that this past weekend was April Fool's Day. Oh, yes. And you're usually you have you've been off the prank wagon for a while. And I still was. The day snuck up on me. Yeah. I was not thinking of anything I meant to. And then just nothing came to fruition. But my brother texted me in the morning and said, uh, I need your help or basement flooded, blah, blah. And I see that in the morning. I jump out of bed, about ready to go over there and help. And then I realize, oh, that motherfucker, he got me. <laughs> so I went back to bed. Hour later, I, you know, message him. Oh, do you need help? You know, just thinking he's going to. And then he sends me the pictures of his flooded basement. Oh, it actually did flood. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've probably felt like a big ass. Yeah. Well, then I called him right away. Yeah, I did feel. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I mean, it did flood. He goes, the prank was that you needed to come help us. Like, if I would have showed up, they would have been, no, it's already taken care of because they it started at night. They noticed it. They were able to go right in the morning. My dad's a plumber. They got a new sub pump because the other one broke. Ah. Uh. They didn't have much uh, damage, um, but because it flooded once before, they've kind of made sure things are kind of up sometimes. Right. So just some floor damage. Well, they their basement is like, that's where the man cave is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so I kind of pranked myself on that one. <laughs> uh, but also this past weekend was WrestleMania. Ah, yes. And I don't talk a lot about wrestling on here, primarily because I, I tune in and out of kind of things. But from January Royal Rumble to now for WrestleMania, mm -hmm. I'm usually geared in. Royal Rumble is my favorite of all things wrestling. And sure. You don't need to know anything to watch it to have, have fun. So lots of storylines going on. And the couple big things that uh, happened on night one that was great, uh, it went downhill night two. And I'm just telling you this because... There's rumors that Vince McMahon is back in charge, which is why. Oh, with some his stupid porn stash. Did you see the picture? Oh my god! I was gonna show you the picture to see if you saw that. Somebody that wrote. I was it you that shared it, maybe, or somebody. Somebody shared a picture of this. Like uh, Vince McMahon looks like he's ready to tie a woman to the railroad tracks. Yes, it's like <laughs> that is the quintessential. Am I using that word correct? Quintessential bad guy villain yeah. look. Yep. How and and. Again, the reason why he was kicked off is because of these sexual misconduct allegations yep. that are pretty much all but true. And he was sacked, but he still owns the company. Yeah. And he still wants to be in control. He has Isn't no he trying life. to sell it. To... They're also trying to sell it. Yeah. Uh, there are buyers. Uh, most people thought Saudi Arabia, which would have been just terrible. Um, but Endeavor, who owns UFC, UFC yeah. is going to in the talks to buy it for like a lot yeah like, like nine, in the billions 10 billion something yeah. and 
Vince wants to still be part of this because he has no life. And so some of the big uh, WrestleMania is that moment of the storylines ending, except for it didn't. Oh. And the big thing was Roman Reigns. He's had the the belts for forever. Yep. We thought Cody was going to finally win them, and then somehow he didn't. So, okay, we got to tune in Monday night to see what this is all about, if there's another chapter to this story. And that's when you know Vince has been in charge. They had matches announced that just got squashed. That hasn't happened in since Vince has been gone, where he just changes last minute. Nope, right. we're not doing this one. We're now putting this on. There was shit that didn't make sense of why are these two feuding when they're still feuding from the night before on WrestleMania. Like, So Vince is back, and WWE is going in the shit can. He's the biggest dumbass. He's trying to sell this thing. Yeah. This isn't going to help your shares no. when people are talking bad. He's 77 years old, so like he's just got to die at some point, right? I hope. I mean, I don't hope that on anyone, but he's not a good person. No, I can't imagine he's a good And he's person. not creative at all. Like again, yeah. Wrestling has had its uh renaissance uh these last like couple months that he's been gone and it's been great. I've actually been tuning in mm. more and more. Because I'm that casual fan that watched it with my buddy. But now I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see where it's going because it's captivating. Right. But in within one night, I'm like, Ugh. all right, I don't need to watch this anymore. That's too bad. It's sad. But big thing is I want to show you the picture of him, but you have already seen I it. I saw it already. Just Google it, people. Yeah. Vince McMahon looks like uh, dastardly uh, yeah. Muttley. Uh, Gomez Adams. Yeah. White Gomez Adams. <laughs> Um, the only thing I knew about WrestleMania that you didn't even seem to catch is, uh, the, the husband and the child both independently kind of watched the first night of, of WrestleMania and, and Josh watched it for like a hot minute. I think he just watched the John Cena and other guy. Austin Theory, yeah. Um, and apparently there is a, a close up on Austin Theory's face and a booger shoots out of his nose and catches on his mustache. And they cut very, like, they they the cameraman must have noticed it because they cut very quickly away from it. But, like, Josh was like, oh, it was there. <laughs> well, when you told me the booger thing, and I'm like, I, for one some reason, I go straight to the um, Revenge of the Nerds uh, character <laughs> booger. booger. <laughs> Is Curtis Armstrong there? Yeah. <laughs> Um, other thing that I do want to get in a little bit about is the Dungeon and Dragons movie. Holy shit, was that awesome. It is probably top five movies, um, definitely top three comedies I've ever seen. And it, it's weird to say, but the trailers doesn't do it justice, I feel. Like, the trailers were all right. Okay. But most times when you watch trailers, you think, okay, this is the biggest action scene. This is the best funny joke. And they throw that in there to really get you to come in and and watch it. So I was thinking my expectations are kind of low. Left and right, jokes just kept coming. But again, they were in a meta type of way that is how happens at a table. Like, this felt like truly these characters were being played by humans 
and the fantasy is coming out. Uh, instances of an elaborate, you know, dungeon crawl that you need to go through this and this and this, and then one player accidentally hits the trigger, and then, well, now you're screwed. Now, you I'm, can... now I'm shooting boogers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt it, but I literally was like, that went somewhere. Where did it go? <laughs> anyway. Yes, this movie, hands down, and it had a lot of heart, too. Again, there was times where you think it could get cheesy and yes. that doesn't make sense. But it very much, hate to say family, because Michelle Rodriguez is in it, but it felt like family. Oh, like, God. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. I see what you did there. But it, it, in such a good way, though. Um, I... They had a lot of practical effects, which is always mm-hmm. I give thumbs up to. And even when they had CG for or CGI for this stuff, that was also like it seemed top budget. So they didn't skimp on things that they could have. This could have been an easy movie of just a dragon and a group going to get the horde out of there. And you slap Dungeons and Dragons on there and fantasy movie, whatever. Right. But they they use spells from the game and call them out and you could tell that they took care with how they did certain spells and everything to where it wasn't just a magic wave of hand and stuff. Like there were some limitations again, like in the game, even though these characters are a little more overpowered than you would have playing a game, it just was I don't know, so much better than I expected and Chris Pine is Awesome. I'm yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's it's, good. It's, I'm glad you liked it. It's definitely one for people that kind of have been on the fence of like if they're just gonna wait till it comes on DVD and stuff. Sure, watch it that way if you you want to. But honestly, it's it's one of those that I highly recommend. Worth it to go see it in a the theater. That atmosphere of just some other people laugh. Like there were some scenes where. The whole entire place couldn't stop laughing to even hear the next couple lines mm. because of some shit that happened. Nice. That, and I've heard even online a lot of people like, what was the funniest part? And there's one key part where everyone says online, that's when everyone started dying. So, yeah, go see it. Nice. I'm so happy. I, I won't get m- more into it. but uh, Right on. Yes. I guess I don't want to take up all the things, but I have so many That's things okay. to talk about. That's okay. Did you have anything? I mean, I have a couple things, okay. actually. Um, I know you're looking at my tablet right now, so you probably... I see Shrek. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, Shrek on there, but also a picture of the Super Scrawl. So the did you watch the new Secret Invasion trailer? Yes. I I mean, there wasn't anything in it that made me like overly excited to watch until we got to the very end of the trailer. And I was like, oh, my God, look at what they just did. <laughs> and and Josh was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's Super Scrawl. And he's like, Super Scrawl. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I forget that you have no idea what I'm talking about half the time. So. Which is actually f- a funny name because, again, that was an individual character that was kind of the only one in the Marvel Universe before more scrolls came. Right. So it seems ridiculous. Why is he super scroll? Right, right. So, uh, so that was so definitely watch the trailer if you haven't. I mean, I, so I I think it's going to be one of those well received shows like a Wandavision. Like it looks like this has higher production than some of the other ones. Right. The names and everything, uh, or not names, but the actors. Sure. 
um, involved in it. But I think also, too, it's going to be different from the comic books. Yes, definitely. But I'm wondering how similar it will be. I'm like, we've they've already established the scrolls are good. I'm hoping this shows. They established some of the scrolls are good. What, I'm hoping that this will be some of the good ones helping him realize there's some scrolls that took over They're in nasty. the government and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, not all humans are good in this universe either, so it would make sense that there are also scrolls that are not good. And a big thing within the comic books, uh, Nick Fury was a big part of uncovering all this Mm -hmm. and his solo book throughout. And he had a lot of uh, B-listers from the superhero teams, like, kind of with him. I wouldn't say they're all B-listers. Spider-Woman, like, one of the head scroll people? yep. And then, like, the butler for the Fantastic Four, I think, was one, too. It was just all over. They were all over. the. I like the way they did that because they weren't like, oh, the big people are Skrull. It was, like, the people that like Spider-Woman, so kind of, like, the next level under. But also these these important side characters that aren't super powered but mm-hmm. are in and trustworthy and have all the secrets and things like that. Well, not only that, what I loved about the, the comic is they – Sometimes when it comes to these events, it's who cares what's going on now. We're just going to input the event, and then the event doesn't change anything, so you go back to the status quo. Secret Invasion came at a time when there was event upon event that mm, just fed mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Um, for... So it was after Civil War, right? Right after Was it right after Civil War? No. I want to say it was right... It was around there. Yeah. I, think, I want to say it was partially before. Four, hmm. uh, might be misremembered because then there's there's disassembled secret of eight, well, I don't know, you have to look up how those all went, but they're all great. And when you start looking back in the secret invasion comics to when some of these people got replaced, and you realize that's why it didn't make sense in this comic that I've read for the last you know year why this person was acting off because they were secretly a scroll, and then really the everyone thinking everyone's a scroll, so that just became the in-joke of, you know, Spider-Man couldn't trust anyone because uh, it could all be scrolls. Anyways, that's the comic books. This seems to be something similar, but less, uh, I guess, overarching of the whole comic book line because, like, all the comics were Secret Invasion then, and this obviously is going to be just following Nick Fury. Where is Secret Oh, my God. Okay. So... <clears throat> The, so we'll go with the, the 2000s, right, from about 2004 until about 2008, because I feel like that is when they were, like, heavy into the big events. Yeah. So in 2004 was Avengers Disassembled. Yep. And then Secret War issue one through five. And then House of M. Yep. Okay. Decimation. Spider-Man the Other, which it was its own separate event. Civil War. Planet Hulk, which is, I think, at the same time as Civil War, because I think they shoot Hulk yep. off into space um, during that part. Um, Silent War, one through six. World War Hulk. Annihilation. A bunch of X-Men <laughs> shit happens. And then Secret Invasion is 2008. Okay, and I think that then turned into... Dark Rain. Yes. Because, yes, that would make sense because uh, Osborne shot 
the Skrull Queen with a weapon that he got from Deadpool, who in his comic was doing that, and then he became, like, the superhero, and then he had the Dark Avengers because... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. War of Kings was also in there, but that was a... Was that a... That's a space one, okay. along with Annihilation and the Silent War was also a Black okay. Bolt and everything okay. going on. Which is cool that they can have some different events that are set in different spots, like the right. cosmic stuff. I do want them to get more cosmic books, but... Well, it's funny because when you look at the timeline, <clears throat> like, I mean, this goes all the way back to, like... 1965 with the first event they have noted as Reed Richards and Sue Storm's wedding. So that's the first event, which is only one issue. Mm -hmm. And then they have a bunch. They have like maybe three every year and then they'll skip a couple years and then they'll have one. And in the eighties, it looks like they had like just a handful in the nineties. They started building up like 1992. They had five 1993. They had six, seven, eight, nine, nine. And then 94, (laughs) 95, they had like four. So it kind of fluctuated in the 90s. And then you hit the 2000s, and the early 2000s was hardly anything. And then you hit 2004, and it's like, uh, boom, 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 until the end of time. It's like crazy um, how many were in just that little section of years. Speaking of the times, uh, during the 90s and early 2000s, uh, we had something to fall back on pre-internet times to know about new games, and that was E3. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to talk about like Game Informer or something. No. <laughs> oh, I mean those two. <laughs> but um, it was uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yes. And done. it was, yeah, it's, it's done, sadly. Streaming kind of killed it. A lot of the... Different software developers have kind of started doing their own things because why not? You right. don't need to set up at a booth at this one stage. Well, it used to be so tech driven and that's not really a thing anymore. Everything is like there is still tech. There is still like gaming consoles and stuff like that. But mostly it's software. Yep. And that's something you can easily show anywhere you don't have to have the hands-on that right. these things used to so oh sad day because it's kind of like it's kind of like for comic book nerds if san diego just decided not to not to do it anymore i mean still there's others and obviously nintendo has their nintendo expo and there's right. sony has their stuff so there's places you can go but it's it's a sad day for nerds to, sure. to have you know closed shop and yeah, yeah i guess I, I I would say this. I would like maybe if in like five years they have a reunion, like somehow they just talk to the big names, be like, let's have one big last hurrah mm. just to kind of. But the big thing, too, is there ain't really council wars anymore. No. So they're not really trying to beat each other. They're now just kind of falling into their niche of Nintendo makes this stuff. Sony makes this stuff and Xbox makes this stuff. And Oh, Xbox is still making stuff. Yeah. Those are, those I feel three. like it's been a while since Xbox has made stuff. I mean, they have their their console still. I mean, those are the three big. And then Steam is another one, too. Oh, yes, of course. And the Steam Deck came out last year. Steam Machine? Yeah, which honestly is cool. If I played enough PC games, that would definitely be yeah. a need to buy. I just don't play that many 
I mean, you can get almost any game on at a, as a PC version. And that's how I played all the Dead Space games. And Portal. I just love controllers. You can get controllers for I, your That's computer. true. I know. <laughs> this isn't fucking 1995, Tony. You don't have to use your, your, your fucking directional keys to play a video game anymore on your computer. Um, I have a, a couple things uh, from Disney slash Marvel. Okay. So Isaac uh, Perlmutter. Perlmutter? Yeah, Perlmutter uh, is out. Of jail? N- oh, well, of, of, of Disney. Yes. Oh, fucking thank God. Uh, he didn't go to jail. He should have. Yeah. He, uh, well, he was kind of relegated down to a, a position where kind of like uh in office space where he's still getting paid but ah. not really meant to do anything and now right. they've just absorbed all that back to disney so now they're like psych now you don't have a job but it uh from what i've uh understood is it was delicate because he owns like majority shares in marvel comics i believe mm. so not marvel studios because they are separate but same and how it all worked is they weren't able to just fire him but he's been a big don't know 100% true or not, but thought is that he's been a big part of why some shit has been kind of worse for wear for the Marvel brand mm, because mm-hmm. he's cut corners with VFX. And... Well, listen, not to get political as well. He's also hyper conservative. So I would imagine there was a lot of pushback on any of like the woke shit that Disney or Marvel has been doing. Yeah. Oh, there was definitely plenty yeah. of that too. So it's, it's one of those things of yay celebrate. Um, now we're getting into the the big juicy stuff though. Juicy. You heard about the Jonathan Majors arrest? Yes, I did. Did he actually get arrested? I thought he was just charged. I mean, when you're rich, you don't get arrested. Right. Arrested, but I'm pretty. No, they did arrest him they that did night. Arrest him. Yeah, they took him to jail because that was what caused everything. Of when, in his words, when you anything domestic violence which is honestly true when there is a domestic violence call Mm -hmm. usually the male is going to get arrested Mm -hmm. if there's anything seen on the woman just because it's it sucks to say it but that would be my call as well to make sure it's separated whether you get charged later is a different thing but you may be arrested during that till they can figure out what's going on and no one knows for sure except for them unless we can finally get the videotape However, more recently, uh, Jonathan Majors released a text from the ex-girlfriend. I don't know if they're still together now or the the woman, which to many people online were saying it seems like uh, an excuse of like the girl saying it was my fault. You know, they would say that to an abuser again. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. Listen. Just because a girl texts a guy and says, I'm sorry, it was my fault, doesn't mean she's not being abused. It's actually probably more likely that she is being abused. Yeah, and that's what, (laughs) again, reading into it, it seems like an idiotic thing to release those texts. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, so, I was, honestly, at first I was against all this, then I was hearing some things, I was like, "All right, I'm going to wait to find out how everything comes out before passing judgment, but now I'm like... Judgment's kind of coming a bit of release that videotape that I heard there was, um, but yeah. I can only imagine 
this ain't good for Marvel. Like, I know he's like a major plot point. And they can, I am totally fine with them recasting any characters. Really, sure. They did it with uh, with Rhodey, and I thought, uh, you know, that would that worked then. Those a quick uh, wink and a nod. I don't want them necessarily recast some characters that were legacy characters that want to remain dead, but we've had different Batmans growing up, and I accept them all right. as kind of the same thing. Yep. It does suck how... I feel like with a character like Kang, it'd be really easy to replace them too, right? But from the the thoughts and theories was, uh, well, they're just rumors mainly, but having all these different variants showing up in different movies as well as like the big bads in some of them or the hidden. So it's not just Thanos behind it, but Rama Tut was messing with Moon Knight and mm, stuff mm-hmm. or this one was messed with this would have been awesome. They need to recast him now. And yeah. so they need to figure out what in contracts they can and can't do. Um, that's got to be tough for any of those decision makers. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a rough spot, and it's like I don't understand why why people are they idiots. don't they don't mind their p's and q's. Like, first of all, Jonathan Majors is fucking huge. So, listen, if you get in a fight with your lady, I get it. Sometimes things get heated. Like, part of being a strong man is knowing that, like, I don't know. What you think is a gentle <laughs> tap could really just give somebody a black eye or something like that. I don't even know what went down because I haven't followed the the details of the story because instantly I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously, dude? I just, I can't like, you're in the spotlight. You're, our, you're, the, you're the it guy mm-hmm. right now. You fucking Creed and the, all the Marvel movies and shit. What are you doing? Yeah. What that's... are you doing? No matter what, get that's your ass when... out and leave. If somebody, if a woman is provoking you, and this is true for anybody, if any of your significant others are provoking you into a fight, get your ass up and fucking leave. Don't put yourself in that situation to be arrested by the cops for domestic yeah. violence, especially when you are that famous of a person and gonna make bank <sighs> and ruin your career. That's just yeah, it's terrible. So. Yeah. Obviously, more details will be coming out of that. Right. But yeah, if they, if he, if he wants to prove his innocence, he better fucking do it soon, or Marvel's gonna suffer. Who do you think? Uh, Maybe not though. Who do you think could replace him? Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about that much. I honestly, I mean, I haven't really thought of it either. He kind of was a great pick in my opinion right well and i really loved him in lovecraft country yeah um that was a really great show so it's just a real bummer i i have i have no idea i'm just trying to like go down the pantheon of current actors in my head and it, there's i just i've been watching so many old movies these days that i'm kind of disconnected from current hollywood <laughs> a name that i haven't seen in a while that could be a old wiser one maybe a denzel washington no no maybe his son okay um what is his son's name he was in uh black Klansman. he's a good actor yeah i can't think of yeah. his name but yeah yeah he'd be good in that that's for sure 
and it's a big his his star is is up there so like if they're trying to replace it with uh, like a just as a, a high level mm-hmm. current or, star or you know again marvel makes mo- stars that's true find someone but again i think for this you would want to have a bigger name yeah to carry it so. yeah to rep- if you're replacing somebody yeah likely yeah. for sure for sure um kind of going along lines of kang uh ant-man and wasp quantumania is going to be released april 18th on, on disney oh, on blu-ray yeah and on disney for streaming i I think right away they've stopped doing the straight to Disney Plus. Mm. I think yeah, because done... people are buying fucking Blu-rays these days. Well, when they say Blu-ray though, that's kind of rent. You can rent digitally. I see. So on one of those formats, you could pay more for it, and then it it'll go to like Disney Plus like a couple weeks afterwards. Yeah. Gotcha. Because they were doing it straight from theater to right. Disney Plus, but that was also when they cared about the world and stuff. So <laughs> we're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll watch it when it's free on Disney plus. That's it. You didn't see it at all. Yet. I'm not overly excited about watching it. I mean, it was, yeah. Especially now with all this stuff, it's like, why bother? Oh. Uh, this shit just cracks me up because there is no original ideas anymore in Hollywood, but Warner Brothers is going to reboot the Harry Potter series as a seven-season series. All right. <laughs> Why? There's got to be other properties out there that they could pick up, like new and fresh, that kids are still reading these days. Are kids even reading Harry Potter anymore? I thought that... <laughs> With the predicament that J.K. Rowling had gotten herself into with her fans, that the, that was just going to go away at some point. You would think that, but it's it's a big thing that I believe in, too. You can differentiate between yes. the artist and the art. separate the art from the artist. And I, there are still people that love Harry Potter. It is a beloved yes. franchise somehow. Uh not saying somehow it is a great series, but we've had all these other spinoffs and everything, and I'd rather not explore the same shit that we had. Right. Seven great, eight great movies. Yeah. So that's when it was in two. Like, let's follow some other stuff in this wizarding world, get something or, original. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Like, why don't we go into the... So they did that play that mm-hmm. was, like, the next gen. Why don't we do that? Or even explore more of adult yeah. Harry Potter and maybe it's his kids that have the next adventure or something and just be original but people are all like oh this can explore some of those side characters and everything in the book I'm like I don't really remember those side characters in the book that I missed them in the movies so I didn't read the books I only watched the movies I missed out on that cultural phenomenon but yeah I agree I mean like why I guess <laughs> introducing it to new audiences right building a new fan base of of people who maybe weren't already on the harry potter train but they made all those in the early 2000s yeah actually in the last ones probably 2000 like 10 years ago if you're gonna reboot stuff at least go back 50 years for people that may not have ever watched those so many there's so many things that they could go Hey, man, let's do a Conan the Barbarian TV series. That Those was... are ripe for a remake. 
Yeah. I'm That'd be saying. awesome. There's there's some stuff out there <laughs> you could go after that's not Harry Potter. <laughs> um, another, I guess not reboot, but there's there's going to be a new Muppet show coming on out. Oh, another I one. I think we talked about it. Try uh, this every month couple ago. of years. I know. Uh, this is going to be following the Electric Mayhem. Okay. So it's going to be kind of more of a a music focused on them as they tour, I guess. Okay. Obviously, you'll have other people show up uh, right. from the main Muppets cast, but I'm always for anything Muppets. Sure. Like, if I would have to take any, like, franchise besides Transformers or anything, I think Muppets would be second to Transformers. If not, maybe a little bit more. Like, some of my child childhood memories are Muppet-related. Yeah. And they're just such an interesting, I'll watch documentaries on just how the people have to stick their hands up and how they like do the muppeting and puppeting of things. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm sad every time stuff gets canceled and it's pretty uh, notorious for not lasting very long. But I think it's because they don't market it right and they allow stuff to grow because there are people that love the Muppets. Yeah, there's lots of people who love the Muppets, for sure. And I'm still pissed at Netflix. Well, fuck Netflix for everything. They cancel everything, but the Age of Resistance for the Dark Crystal oh. was one of the best productions ever seen. And they already wasted, not wasted, paid all the money for the puppets in the first season. Right. So the second season would have been cheaper and they had it already flashed out, and they just said no. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch that. It, you're the problem. <laughs> you're the reason why I can't get more seasons of this stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of beloved franchises, um, one of my most beloved franchises of recent years, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, has a new anime coming to Netflix, which is very exciting. And well, we they, already got that movie, and there's the book, so why yes, do we need a series? I, and... You know, fair. Uh, they're bringing back the cast of the movie to do the voices for the anime, which I is find that's super awesome. cool. Um, they are, they will. So the anime is not going to be the stories from the books. Oh, really? No, okay. it's going to be like. Stuff that happened in that world, but not stuff that was written in the books. And Brian Lee O'Malley, who is the writer and artist in the books, is is on the he's a, he's the showrunner. Okay, for it, so he's involved in the story. So they'll be part of that world, part of that world, <laughs> um, <laughs> but not the stuff that you've already seen. Okay, which I think is super cool. And I'm very excited. What's well, one of the okay? I didn't know all that because uh, I just thought it was just gonna be kind of like the movie, which was based off of the books, but longer in length. How the books were right. that was the one complaint that people really had was the movie was good for what it was, yeah. but it's condensed in yes. a like week where the books are like a year. Oh my or god! Two or... Well, and it's like there's seven, six or seven issues of the books and one movie. Yeah. So, and there was a lot of stuff that happened in in the books that didn't happen. So, like Knives' dad was in the books, featured in the books prominently, and he was constantly following Scott around to make sure he was treating his daughter right. And he was like the samurai dude, 
Um, and that was like a super cool plot point. And Scott had a d- bunch of jobs that he kept getting and leaving or quitting or getting fired throughout all the books and things like that. So there was definitely a lot more there. You're not going to get it in this new anime, though. If you have only watched the movie, definitely go back and read the books. The stories are super good. Um, they're a breeze to get through. The movie is one of the best comic book movies ever made. Hands down. I really enjoy it. So I'm very excited about this. Uh, another Oscar winner that's coming on out that just debuted a trailer is Barbie. Oh, I haven't seen that they put out a new trailer. Yeah, because they had the original one, which was very limited, I feel. Mm-hmm. This definitely got more in the vibe of what this world is. And never would have thought I would say I wanted to kind of see a Barbie movie. I'm still a little bit on the fence if it's going to be good enough that it'll be funny or if it's going to be cheesy like Well, it's terrible. Greta Gerwig, who is an indie darling, and her husband, Noah Ba I think they're married. Noah Baumbach, I believe, is also helping write the movie. So it's going to be weird. But it seemed, I, I don't know, I liked it for what I saw yeah. it, uh, from at least some of the interactions in this trailer, that I'm, it's on, I think it's in the right direction of yeah. such a weird Barbie land thing. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I'm not like overly excited to go see a Barbie movie, but I'll give it a chance. I'll give it more of a chance than I did Ant-Man. <laughs> so there's that. Um, two more things. One is I love the Alien franchise. Aliens, we need more Alien stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it seems like after, was it Prometheus? Covenant, they're not really making any more movies. I don't know why. And there's been tons of talks about different uh, making stuff a series. Like, let's flesh it out a bit more. Um, make it a little more scary and everything. And so uh, one of the people that have been talking about making uh, one is Noah Hawley. And he gave an u- update that sounds promising to uh, to his franchise. He's been working on um, another movie uh, recently. But once that is done, uh, the active production on this uh, Alien series is gearing up uh, later this year. Which, again... That just gives me hope that we can just get more xenomorphs. Right. And really, because they haven't, with the Covenant and Prometheus, they explored some of its path, the how we got here, but it really didn't even scratch the surface of the hierarchy of the aliens, which they could also explore a lot more, and just the lore behind it all. And it just makes some good fucking scary shit. Right. Those ones are good. Yeah. Uh, but then the last thing, which this excites me to no end. You know how much I love Jonathan Hickman. Yes. And all of his books that he writes. Yes. So he has a new book that is going to be coming out to Marvel. It was something that I read about a couple months ago, but now they've explained more of it. It's called Gods. Okay. G, uh, G dot O dot. D.S. So, like, that stands for something. I don't remember reading what it stands for or what that thing. But it's going to be an original book of the mythological hierarchy of Marvel. So, from what uh, one source said, it's like the Sandman 
series coming to Marvel. So you have the Endless that are top gods in DC World, but mm-hmm. they are kind of separate and don't interact a lot, but they're there if you know of them. Mm-hmm. Marvel has kind of the similar thing of there's all these different gods and you kind of put them up on this level and then this level and then you have the Living Tribunal and all that. These Obviously, these are going to be original uh, creations of who these are. How do they fit into that? The celestial mm. molds and like mm-hmm. Eternals and how they relate to Odin and this or that. No clue on any of that. It's hmm. just speculation of what it could be or what it sounds like it might be. But I'm all for it. Especially when it it kind of could tie up some arguments online of like who's who could win in a fight or just where who has hierarchy over this realm or this realm and you know how big is limbo and what does mephisto you know overrule he may not even get into that but i have a feeling he likes bringing in concepts that's already been there and kind of flipping them on their head a little bit so i think one of those things might happen well we've we've been through him playing with gods before yeah and so, destroying worlds, yep. but I'm just super happy about that. Um, cool. I want to say it's coming out in the fall, but nice. yeah, so that's going to be a, a big thing. Did you see that your girl, Amy Jo Johnson, is um, going to be writing a Power Rangers comic book? No, I did not see The that. original Pink Ranger is, is, so she might not be in this movie or whatever <laughs> it is that's upcoming, but um, through, I think there's still through idw right yeah the power rangers comic books yeah she has signed on to write a power rangers comic book interesting so yeah i don't again i don't need to rush out i have enjoyed the the comic books that they put out so i'd probably pick it up to read it but it doesn't necessarily interesting to see what somebody who used to be on the show conceives of for the world you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um the other thing that I have is so back in like years ago, um, Pat Shand, comic book writer, Pat Shand, sent this humble little podcast a preview copy of his book, Destiny New York, which I read and quite enjoyed and bought all the subsequent <laughs> <laughs> trades off of his Kickstarters. And Anthony actually reviewed it when he was on the show oh, yeah. um, when it came out from Black Mask. Uh, it's a really good book. It's about this girl, um, Logan, who uh, she goes to a school where everybody at the school is magical or has these destinies or prophecies or they're, they're actual prophets themselves. And she actually fulfilled her prophecy at, at like a really young age. And so now she's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> and it kind of just follows her after that and meeting, you know, finding love and trying to figure shit out. It's a really good book. The art in it's always really great. The way Pat writes women characters is as a man is amazing. I, I got to give him props for that for sure. Um, very excitingly that it has been sold to be adapted for Sony pictures, small oh. screen. So it, Sounds like maybe either a TV movie or more likely a television show um, being produced by the guys from Black Mask and um, the singers Tegan and Sarah. I love them. Actually. <laughs> so they're executive producers on the show. And I know Pat is also a huge fan of of them and, and things like that. So he's really having like a 
a spotlight moment, yeah. <laughs> and and I think that it's well deserved. He is one of the harder workers in comics. You see him at all the cons, and I'm not talking like he'll go to the big cons. He'll go to like if there's a con down the street where like 20 people might go, Pat will probably be there. Like he's <laughs> hustling hard, um, and he's one of the Kickstarter kings. Like he's always got something going on and stuff like that. So check out Destiny New York. I think there's four or five trades that are out for that series now. Um, I think it'll be, it's when we're talking about new, I mean, technically not a new idea, but like this, I would much prefer to see as a television show over new Harry Potter. Yeah. Like Harry. And I know what you're saying too. It's not new because this came out a while ago, but it's a new concept for people to get. Yes. And And likely an underread comic, right? Because he put it all out through Kickstarter and then yes, Black Mask bought it and was putting out single issues. And I'm not even sure how far they got into the series or if they're still releasing them. Um, But like when you put something out through Kickstarter like that, it doesn't get a ton of circulation after the fact. Yeah. Right. It's the people who bought it on Kickstarter and those are the people who are reading it and they might pass it on to somebody else. Every once in a while you have an intrepid podcaster (laughs) who sings your praises to the People who listen. Um, but anyway, I think it's super exciting. I can't wait to see it. Hopefully it does actually come to fruition. I don't see why it wouldn't. I think it's a great story. It would make a great television show. Boo Harry Potter. Yay, Destiny <laughs> New York. <laughs> All right. Well, seems like it's time to wrap this one up. Yeah. It's uh, Wrap it up. It's looking like spring showers. Yeah, we probably should stop recording before the massive thunderstorm starts. Yes. And we either lose power or you can just hear. But but I'm just saying that because. In the background. Although we want to stay thirsty for springtime, I also have a feeling we're getting one more snowstorm. It's going to happen. Stay thirsty for Tony shutting the fuck up. 